Hello, and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we are back talking about an older movie. Mm. We are still in the middle of a global pandemic, and we're not talking <laughs> about our normal fare, which is movies that are fresh in the theaters, because there are no theaters right now. All the theaters are closed. <laughs> so uh, today, we are going to talk about uh, a movie I've never seen before, mm. until now, uh, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. So this is from 1987, directed by Norman Jewison, and it stars Cher as Loretta Castorini. And she is approaching middle age. She's a widow. Um, she gets a marriage proposal at the beginning of the movie from Johnny Castoreri, who is uh, played by Danny Aiello. And she doesn't love him, but she agrees to marry him. But before the wedding can take place, he has to go off to Italy to be with his dying mother. And he tasks her with uh, getting in touch with his estranged brother and convincing him to come to the wedding. Um, The brother is played by Nicolas Cage. And a bit of a relationship develops between Cher's character and Nicolas Cage's character. And that kind of is the driving plot behind uh, Moonstruck. So yeah. What do you think about it? I love this movie. <laughs> I, I, like I said earlier, never seen it before. I, I don't know what I was doing the last three decades. <laughs> well, I can tell you what I was doing. So, I'm not going to name names. But this movie has some actors in it that... Um, th- there's a few actors out there, I'll put it this way. Actors <laughs> and actresses. That, in my mind, I kind of don't like. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I, so I avoid their movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. But inevitably, I will end up seeing a movie they're in. And I'm like, you know what? Wow, like the, they're, they're actually really good. Right. And this is a good movie, and they did a good job. And uh, and then, sure enough, I'll go right back to like, the next time a movie comes around by them. I'm like, no, nah, that's okay. Um, I won't say who they all are for this, but there's a few of them in this movie. Um, again, I was wrong. Um, I was reading Roger Ebert's review of this uh, after I saw it. And he, one of the things he talks about that it gets right is uh, the tone. Mm. And that's what I was thinking about when I was watching it. And I couldn't quite put it into that word that Ebert did. But mm-hmm. um, this movie exists on an interesting plane that it's, it's dramatic, but it's also comedic. Mm-hmm. It's real. And it's also a little surreal mm-hmm. in a mild way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in, in in his review, Ebert mentions that this takes place in a Brooklyn that like doesn't exist, and I, th- I think he said like probably never existed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I would agree with that, or or maybe I don't know if I agree with it, but it 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 it, it solidifies the sort of thought I had when I was watching it that it just I just loved the these these evocation of place <laughs> that this film has. Um, it reminded me, actually, of a part of St. Louis that we've gone to, we've even stayed in before, uh, like at an Airbnb, uh, called The Hill, mm-hmm. which has uh, really deep Italian roots. Right. <laughs> there's, I kid you not, I mean, there's like an Italian restaurant on every block almost. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, this this... You know, there, there's nights we spend on the hill and they're playing bocce ball and you go down a <laughs> couple blocks and you get uh, dinner at a nice Italian restaurant and you walk back home and stuff. And, right. and this this reminded me of that. So those are my initial thoughts of it. Yeah, I love this movie too. And I first saw it back in the 80s and 
have always have always loved it. Um, it's such a warm to me. It's such a it's a warm and and gentle, um, but realistic romantic comedy about grown up people, and it's like for grown up people. There's nothing. It, there's nothing. You know. There's nothing for children here. It's for for people who know what love is or have experienced love or, or um, it's it's because it's about relationships primarily and it's not just Cher and, and Nicolas Cage but it's about um, relationships between um, Cher's mother and father mm-hmm. and then I think is there a, an aunt and uncle as well where yes. there's a there's relationships so there's all these different relationships and that and they're all I think very sensitively handled and very very well written and you're right. It does have kind of this almost some magical realism quality to it because it's called Moonstruck because the moon plays a, a prominent role and this moon is impossibly big, right? It's not. It doesn't feel like a real moon, but and, and it has this kind of effect on on all the people in in the story, like um, their relationships get shook up in a way, and uh, so that that's very it's it's fascinating to watch. I think the the screenplay is brilliant. I think um, it was. I think they won an Oscar for it. I think. I think they did too. Yeah. And of course, and Cher, um, won an Oscar. Cher won an Oscar, as did uh, Olympia Dukakis. Yeah, who plays her mom? Who plays her mother? Yeah. Um, all very well deserved. Um, Nicholas Cage. So, <laughs> so you didn't name names, but Nicholas Cage is is one of those actors that I kind of have a love hate relationship with. Um, sometimes I just, yeah, he just rubs me the wrong way. He's actually wonderful here. He's so intense, and but believable. At the same time, yeah. and I mean, I could totally see why why Cher was falling for him, and the 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 relationship is completely believable. And uh, yeah, uh, he's he's excellent, deserved an Oscar himself, I think, for this <laughs> one. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Olympia Dukakis, you mentioned she's she's quite good in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I wish she was in more because I don't. I feel like I haven't seen her in a lot, and maybe that's my fault, but. Yeah, um, no, I she's am. she's always good whenever I do see her in something, and then you know, um, Vincent Gardenia plays her husband slash Cher's father. They have an interesting relationship, uh, a couple that's been together you know for decades, mm-hmm. um, and then he's having, I guess you'd call it an affair mm-hmm. uh, with a woman named Mona, played by Anita Gillette, and that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and actually, there's a, a scene at an opera, right? And, and shares on a date with Nicolas Cage, who, you know, is the brother of the man she's engaged to, right? <laughs> she's on a date with him at the opera, and then she comes across her father on a date with Mona. Mm-hmm. And the way that that's handled is interesting. Um, and then Olympia Dukakis' character, while that's happening, she goes out uh, for a dinner to an Italian restaurant by herself. Mm-hmm. And she runs into a character played by John Mahoney, mm-hmm. who is a, a perpetually dating younger women. Yeah. And it's perpetually not working out. And what I found interesting about this movie, I, I, it took me a while to, you know, we watched it a few nights ago, and it's taken me this long to kind of formulate some ideas that make any sense, I think. But one of the things I think it, it, it lacks, and I think purposefully, maybe, is judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, Cher does have a minor moment where she does judge her father in this, but it, it quickly kind of ebbs away. But there is no 
There's no real judgment here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I like that. Again, I feel like it's sort of part of the surreal aspect to it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how realistic or unrealistic that is. But I feel like there's what there is, that while there's an absence of judgment, I think the reason for that might be because there's an abundance of love, mm-hmm. love and understanding. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree with you. Um, you mentioned the opera scene. That's one of my most favorite scenes in any movie. I love the, when she arrives and she's, you know, she's taken, um, taken part of that day to like prepare and she spent like the whole evening leading up to this getting her dress ready and getting mm-hmm. her hair ready and and she shows up and she's you know she just looks gorgeous and this is the opera something that he loves and she's going really to to please him and you know he's bowled over by her and then they go into the you know the the met and it looks beautiful and they're sitting and watching this it's la boheme it's a, beautiful Italian opera and um, it's obvious that she's moved by what she's seeing and it also kind of relates to their relationship and it's just a gorgeous scene and I love it. It's beautiful. Very beautiful. And just speaking of the music, the music, a lot of the music comes from La Boheme throughout the, um, throughout the movie and also Dean Martin. So it's very Italian music, uh, (laughs) Italian American music here. (laughs) Yeah, um, that that scene, particularly when she shows up, uh, they they meet. I mean, anyone who's ever been on a date, or particularly a first date, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and is really looking, is nervous and wants to impress somebody, I mean, they're going to be immediately able to relate to that scene. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah so it's yeah. great. And you're right, too. I mean, one of the things I, I love about the movie is the evocation of place. I mean, it really, I don't know if this version of, of Brooklyn ever has really ever existed, but I love this version of Brooklyn. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I want to live there. It, it kind of is like a love letter to New York, particularly Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, it, in that way, there's, it kind of reminded me of a, like a, a better uh, Woody Allen movie. And, you know, this movie is kind of Woody Allen-esque in that it's a comedy and there's romance and it's very much about a, a particular place. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's its own thing, too. Yeah. So. And that you know, earlier you mentioned, you know, Cher's aunt and uncle. Yeah. I think they are. Um, they have a really sweet, touching scene in this yeah, movie that I takes place that in the moonlight. Yeah. It's indoors, but mm-hmm. at a window in the moonlight, and it's very much um, of a couple who has been together for a long time, has known each other as young people, and now knows each other as old people. Yeah. And it's just it's just a wonderful scene. Yeah, it's so beautifully written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I again, I didn't know what to expect with this movie because I hadn't seen it before, mm-hmm. um, and I'm very happy with how it all worked out. I, I will, I was a little surprised. There were a couple of occasions, and I won't mention what they are, just in case you, dear listener, <laughs> haven't heard, haven't watched this movie yet, and you want to. But there, um, there were a couple of scenes where I almost thought it was going to go to a dark place. Like I thought there was going to be a death. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't. Yeah. Not not you know, not what I was expecting. So right, and right. I'm and I'm actually kind of happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that ever happens with you, but sometimes I'm watching a movie and I 
think I know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. And then after it's over, I look back and I'm like, wow, that would have been a completely different movie right. <laughs> if, uh, if it had turned out that way. So, no. No, I, I like that this movie stays relatively positive and warm. And I, I really love how, I don't know, you manage to kind of get to know all of these family members and you feel like it is a real family and you feel like the house that they live in is a, is a real house that mm-hmm. they live in and have lived in for their whole lives. Yeah. It just feels very lived in and very real and authentic. And yeah, the production design, the set design on this is, is really awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. For real. Yeah. So what do you give it out of 10? Oh, I'll give it a 10. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 10 as well. So, uh, it is on the tomato meter. Um, and I think it's, uh, it's got like a... Hold on. 93% certified fresh for critics. 81% from audiences. Our score is 10. Uh, <laughs> you should watch this if you uh, have nothing else to do. Which, at this point in time, you probably don't. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>